Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, final hour of the Late Show here on the Good Neighbor News Talk, 830-WCCO. This is a topic that I think that everybody out there can get into. Okay, at 651-461-9226. And it has to just do with going back in the day and thinking about your college days. What was that place on campus that that you remember is like the hangout where you would go for food? Okay? And, and let me tell you why I'm thinking of it in this way. I saw the headline earlier today that says that the Dinky Town McDonald's is going to reopen at the same site as the one that was closed in 2020. Okay? I don't know how many of you out there listening used to go to that McDonald's in Dinky Town. I know that I went there a time or two. I was not ever... Um, the only time that I attended classes at the University of Minnesota, because I'm a Morehouse grad. I went to Morehouse College mm-hmm. in Atlanta. But I did do two summers worth of um, going to summer school at the University of Minnesota. And it wasn't necessarily about that, but there were other times that you would just go and just kind of hang out and, and be on the campus and be at that dinky town McDonald's, right? So it's kind of – everybody's probably got a story out there, right? But wherever you went to school, there was always that establishment, right? There was always that food spot where it was the spot that people would go to. I'm assuming that there's a spot in Duluth that everybody rocked out at. There's probably a spot, Mankato, everybody rocked out at. So what was the spot for you at the institution that you went to? Because, look, I hung out at the Dinkytown McDonald's. I'll say this. I don't know if you've seen the layout for that McDonald's. It's not going to be the same. So – the Dinky Town, and the reason the reason why it won't be ever be the same is because they'll reopen it, but it's going to be drastically different. And it's because back in the day, before they tore all that down, right? It was a standalone, like yeah. it was it was it was a yes. it was a basic McDonald's. Yeah. Now it's a McDonald's with all of the apartment stuff, and and so it's not a standalone McDonald's, which is drastically different. It is just part of part of a development. A str- yes, part of a development. Yeah. When I was in Atlanta. There was a place that we would always go to um, called Steagles. Okay. And so essentially, if you walked over a couple of blocks um, from like my dorm and Clark Atlanta University, because we were all a part of, they called it the AUC, the Atlanta University Center, because you had four institutions all right there together. 
Morris Brown College, Clark Atlanta University, Spelman College, and Morehouse College. And so we had on the way coming from my school in my dorm, okay, if you're going towards the library, it was right across the street from the library. So Steagles was – and let me tell you how Steagles was. Steagles was one of those small grocery stores. Not even a grocery store. You can call it a convenience store. Small convenience store, but you know what they had? They had a kitchen. The best chicken, the best burgers that you're going to find. You go in there and you, and you go into Steagles – the most popular order was wing on wheat, where you would get where you would get chicken wings and wheat bread and fries. Like that was the thing. Wings you, on wheat. Wings on wheat. It, basically, it's wings with fries with with uh, okay. with wheat bread. Okay. Or you can get a burger. Like the burger was awesome too. Sure. And, and so back in the day, we're talking. Let's go back to 1991. I'm gonna go in there, get the special. You're paying like three or four bucks. That's key, where you feel like you're getting a lot for your money. Listen, when you got the money from your parents mm-hmm. at the beginning of each month, because you know you had to – I don't know how your parents did it with you back in the day or with your mom. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she did it, but back in the day, my mom and dad would send me a care package and also money, right? So what, what would happen then is that you would get that check or whatever the money is, and bro, you know those for you know that first week you're balling out. Oh like yeah, you're, 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 you're buying everybody drinks. You're, you're buying you're doing you're doing the most. I'm going to Steagles at least the first couple days. I'm going to Steagles every day. Yeah, you're showing the ladies the five dollar bills with yeah, all that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm going to Steagles. I'm going to get me some Krispy Kreme donuts. I'm having a yeah. blast, right? And then you know by like week number two, then you're trying to stretch your money. Yeah, oh right? yeah, well that's what you do. <laughs> you gotta stretch your money. You, you don't know the value of money as exactly. a college student. You're like. This is cool. I got all this money in my pocket. And yeah. then you blow it and you're like. And then you're literally broke at the end of the month. Yes. You're, you're like, you're like, in that final week, you're trying to stretch. It could be like 10 bucks for the entire week. Oh, and yeah. you might have to, you might have to go to uh, get on the train, get on the MARTA. And you're like, man, how am I going to pay for this? Hey, bro, can, can, can you borrow me a dollar till next week? Or, so you're trying to figure out how to stretch. Your oh, money, dude, right? you, we had like, a, I mean, we were like ramen central. Well, th- that was the beauty of the care package, though. The care package would get you through because you're getting ramen noodles and you're getting snacks and you're getting all that stuff. You get the basic non-perishable th- stuff that yes, will last. That, th- that yeah. they're shipping you. Yeah. But what is that? What is the place that you that everybody used to go to back when you were in school? Do you remember it? Th- there wasn't a place per se in terms of oh, there had to be a place. No, no, no. In terms of like a restaurant on on campus. There wasn't that because it could be fast food though. Yeah. I mean, now it's fast food. No, every, but everything like closed down early. So there was this place that was called. It, it was right across the street from the residence hall that it was at. It's called the Turf. The Turf. It was a it was a bar and grill, and that's where a lot of people would go after class to to drink and hang out. But it was it was a restaurant too. Like it was a it was a bar and grill. So yeah, it was it was right across university because I was. Uh, I lived on campus all five years because I ended up getting into student government as a, a sophomore mm-hmm. and I was elected hall president. And then I just ended up, you know, being a part of it, you know, for my entire time. But, yeah, we would go to the turf because it was right across the street based on where the residence hall was at. Like it would be like a 
three minute walk. But that, okay. that that was the place. I mean, we get burgers and fries, and I mean, it was your basic your basic college joint. But I mean, it was it was the greasy bar food. But yeah, that's kind of where we all hung out. And I mean, I, I don't know if that really constitutes. Yes, you know, what, it does what, what constitute you, what, you, what you're looking for. Because I mean, Absolutely. it wasn't. Yeah. Every everybody's yeah. got a place though. Like, in, in, yeah, to, to me, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was a McDonald's or a Burger King or whatever it was. Like every Every campus had something. Look, I'm not even doing the University of Minnesota justice by bringing up McDonald's. I get that because mm-hmm. remember, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't go there like 24 seven as a student. I only went there in the summertime, whatever. But the bottom line is, every place had that special place that everybody or every institution has that special place that everybody would dive into. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. Like, there was, like, like when I was up in uh, Columbia. At the University of Missouri, yeah, and, and we went up there for college football games. There was a, a pizza place that everybody raved about. I can't even remember the name Sh- of it. Shakespeare's. Shakespeare's, exactly. If you, oh yeah, that's a Columbia institution. So, so for anybody out there listening, if you're ever in Columbia, Missouri, at a University of Missouri uh, game, whether it's basketball, football, whatever, mm-hmm. you got to go to Shakespeare's because that is the spot. It, it, it is. It, it's yeah. It, it's a Columbia institution. I ended up in another place in Columbia called uh, Harpo's. Which was also, a, you know, a, a bar and, you know, let's see a routine, you know, a, a pattern developing here. But it's, I feel like a lot of those now are attached, they have that bar and element social aspect to it. Because um, I, like the actual restaurants themselves, I feel like once you're in college, if you have the chance to get together with your friends at a bar restaurant, I mm-hmm. feel like that's kind of at least that's for us when we went to the Bison Turf, but you know, called it the Turf. But yeah, Shakespeare's Pizza, they got really good pizza. Somebody, somebody on the text line's got to refresh my memory about Mankato because in, Man, in Mankato, so so when I used to go up there for training camp, right, mm-hmm. and they would have us in the hotel for a couple days, yeah. covering training camp. If you went to down in Mankato. They had this, it was almost like it was a square. Yeah. And they had all these different like bars. Yes. They, they, they probably had no, no, sh- no, no, no less than like four or five spots that you could just kind of bar hop to. Yes, it was and just that, that was, little that little consolidated area. And I can't remember what that what they called that area. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. Oh man. Yeah, because when, when I was in Sioux Falls and we were, you know, when we would come up and we'd cover training camp for a couple of days and we'd stay over and, and do all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly, like, I can picture it in my mind where you've got, yeah, you've got the football stadium and then you've got, like, just down the road. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I, yeah, I don't know what they called it. I can't remember what they called it, man. Yeah, but, I but can't six, either. But anybody out there that it can refresh my memory, 651-461-9226. couple people on the text line, uh, this from the 80s in Dinkytown, Vescios. Are you, are you familiar? I'm not familiar with uh, Vecchio's, no. All right, I will say this. Al's, I was late to Al's. Al's is a breakfast spot, but Al's mm-hmm. closes at like, and, and this is, I don't know what it used to be back in the day, but like like right now I think Al's closes at like 1 p.m. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's always been that way, but it's a breakfast spot, right? I got to say this. That counts. The blueberry, I think it's like waffles, phenomenal. Unbelievable. Really good breakfast. It is the smallest spot you're ever going to go to for breakfast. It probably seats 10 people at the most. Mm-hmm. 
and you talk about a greasy spoon, Al's oh. breakfast is the definition of a greasy spoon. And, and that's those are the best places to go, though. The the little hole in the wall, greasy spoon, one off. Yeah, I mean, those are the those are are, are oh. really the ones. This one from the six one two. Now this person speaking my language. Okay, and, and mind you, I wasn't at the U of M in the 80s in terms of, like, hanging out on campus a lot. Yeah. The, the first time I got a chance to actually kind of be on campus was my sophomore year of high school. And we were part of an ACT program where you got a stipend to go to the U of M every single day okay. and prepare for the ACT, okay? But this person speaking my language because you know what they're, they're talking about? What? The Big Ten in Stadium Village. The Big Ten? Yeah, with the subs. The subs at the Big I, Ten. I was never. No. I oh, you're not hip on the, on the Big no, Ten. No, I'm not. I'm not hip on the Big Ten. Oh Big man. Ten. Yeah. I, I no. I remember a bit because again, this is going back to Columbia. I, I, I'm somehow having these memories of Columbia more than I am from Fargo. Maybe because Columbia is a little clearer, and you know, Fargo is thirty. No, not thirty. Are 20. you familiar with at the University of Minnesota? There was a bar, and I don't know how many different names this had. But I know when I went there, it was called the library. Yes. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I, yep, I remember the library. The, the only time I really spent a lot of time on the U of M campus, it was more when I was working. When I worked with the, you know, did play-by-play for the women's basketball and, and baseball and volleyball. And, and, you know, I'd go there and, you know, eat and prepare. And it was more or less a, a way to fill time on, on campus. It was kind of... The way that I looked at, so I, I was never there, and I got a chance to just kind of, you know, cut loose and and let her rip. The Big Ten, though, no, I've never. Oh man, you said the there's there's subs. The sub, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what's normal. I think it's still there. I think. Hmm. I me, should I should check that out in the me, commercial break. Let me check. Yeah, I'll I'll have to check that out in commercial break. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. But coming up next, it's time for word on the street, and we do that next year. On the Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
All right, we got some good news and bad news before we get into word on the street. This from the uh, the 612 on the text line. The Big Ten closed a while ago. New complex there across the street from the hotel on Washington Avenue. Kids today are never going to know how good we had it. We had it good. With the bars and restaurants that really, like, molded us. Listen. That's where you do your learning. I just showed Chris in the commercial break the prices of an old Stegos menu. Dude, that's crazy. And let me just read it here. And this was, like, maybe a year or two before I got on campus. But the wing on wheat, mm-hmm. which I just mentioned to you, $3 for the dinner. I just mentioned to you the, the combo meal for the for the cheeseburger. Yeah. Two fifty. <laughs> Two fifty. I mean, they came with a drink. I was gonna say when I think combo, I think burger, fries, and a drink. Yes, for for two fifty. Yes, for two fifty. There, by the time I got on campus, it was like three fifty. But think about that. Two fifty, three fifty. It doesn't matter. That's back in that, the day. That is really crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, this also from the text line, real quick. Uh, Mankato State had the Albatross and Hardee's in the square. So it, I think was, maybe it was called the square. square. The square. I think yeah. they did call it like the square. Or something like that. that's it was what something I th- similar. Well, that's what I thought. I'm like, I thought it was called the square, but then I'm like, no, it can't be that simple. Yeah. Thank see, you to the text line. I like see Mankato. They've got that kiss method, right? <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> yes, they had the Alpatross and the Hardys in the square. What was it? What was shaped like a square? Yeah, but what was it called? It's called the square. It's like it makes sense. Oh man, man. All right, let's get to word on the street, man. What you got for us? Good people down there in Mankato. I love Mankato. A Homer Simpson apparently won't be choking Bart anymore. Now, times really have changed. Homer Simpson has, according to the animated character, stopped strangling his son Bart, bringing to the end a long-running and, granted, it's an outdated gag in the show. Uh-oh. It's one of many set pieces on the beloved animated series. In this recurring interaction, Homer, who, you know, the family patriarch, Begins vigorously choking Bart after yelling, Why, you little? You know, and then he does the thing. <laughs> a recent episode of the show went viral after the character of Homer shakes the hand of a new neighbor and is complimented on a strong handshake. See, Marge, strangling the boy paid off, Homer tells Marge. He's, uh, he then says, quote, Just kidding, I don't do that anymore. Times have changed. Now, according to The Independent, the last time Homer actually strangled Bart was during season 31, which ran from 2019 to 2020. Since debuting in 1989, The Simpsons has become the longest-running animated series on television. I, this is going to – I know I'm going to catch some grief for this. Yeah. The Simpsons was fine. I wasn't into The Simpsons like everybody else. I just wasn't. It was fine. I, I watched it on occasion, but I wasn't a regular viewer. I, I wasn't like that. See, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look about it now, and you're like, man, that was a little – it's a little rough around the edges at times. <laughs> a little rough around the edges. Oh. But, yeah, it was a I, – I mean, I didn't mind. I was never really, like, a super-duper big fan of it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hey, you know, I'm a bandwagon guy. Whatever everybody else finds cool, I'm going to naturally do that as well. Hey, plenty of memories are being shared. But is it because of FOMO? Oh, yeah, it's total FOMO. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing I will do, it is conform to the masses. Conformity is a big part of my life. Like, if there's something cool going on, you know, let me. The problem is when I get into it and then it's not cool mm-hmm. and I, I keep chasing the fads. That's my problem. I keep chasing. The you fads. never want to be late to the party. huh? <laughs> I'm always late to the yeah. party because yeah. the party keeps changing location. <laughs> They're like, oh, damn, here comes Tubbs. No, we got to move it over here. We're going to do this. 
Hey, plenty of memories are being shared in the wake of the death of Matthew Perry. Fascinating article I found here. Like the Friends actor died in an apparent drowning accident at his Los Angeles home recently. Yep. The investigation continues into his cause of death. While law enforcement sources say there's no foul play suspected. It's only 54 years old. Since then, people have been reminiscing about the star. Now, Lisa Cash was an actor who appeared in Friends its fifth season in 1999. During an interview with TMZ, she shared that while her role was as a flight attendant, wasn't what it was originally supposed to be. According to Cash, she had initially been cast as a hotel worker who uh, Perry's character Chandler cheats with following a fight with Monica, played by Courtney Cox, after she, struck, uh, after she has lunch with an ex, Richard, who's played by Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. The scene was Monica and Chandler were arguing in Vegas about Monica having lunch with Richard. Initially in our script, Chandler goes up to the hotel room, orders room service, and she brings it up as a hotel worker. They end up talking and laughing and connecting, and Chandler ends up cheating on Monica with my character. Cash says the scene was rehearsed, but the day before we were shooting in front of a live audience, told that Perry went to the writers and said the audience would never forgive Chandler for cheating on uh, Monica. Probably right, she said. That would have changed possibly the course of the show and his character. I completely agree. Yeah, that's a great call. Because Chandler Bing was a very lovable and goofy character. He never had that that kind of mean side to him. Yep. And I, I do feel this would have changed the perception. It becomes endearing to the public. Yeah, I, yeah. I, everybody loved Chandler Bing because he was this goofy one line, you know, guy who'd fire off one liners, but he always felt he had that good soul. Yeah. Speaking of somebody that's got a good soul, Taylor Swift apparently has a new member of her squad. Over the weekend, oh, she, yeah, she was photographed having a night out with a group of girlfriends, Selena Gomez, Sophie Turner, Gigi Hadid, uh, I don't know, Cara Delafina. And a newer friend, Brittany Mahomes. Oh, gosh. I know. That's the one. Uh, yep. Mahomes being there was notable to the Swifties, who continue to read the tea leaves on the apparent relationship between Swift and Travis Kelsey. Of course, Kelsey is the tight end for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback. Now, Swift and Kelsey have not formally said they're a couple despite weeks of public outings together, uh, including the singer attending some of his games. Swift and Brittany Mahomes were seen in the skybox I don't know if you saw this, doing an elaborate celebratory handshake. I saw that. After a successful play by the Chiefs at a recent game. It was weak. (laughs) It was weak. I know. So there were plenty of buzz when Mahomes was spotted with Swift. It looks so awkward. Yeah. And fellow celebrity friends during a girls' night out at a Bond Street restaurant in New York City. She was seen holding Mahomes' hand as she linked arms with Gomez. Yeah. Brittany Brittany Mahomes is the one that kind of throws me off. Like the other ones... Don't throw me off. I, I feel like, like everybody else is famous. It just I feel like Brittany Mahomes is she's kind of the the ancillary She just kinda of gets on my last nerve. She's yeah. At least it's not Jackson Mahomes. I was gonna say who's <laughs> who's more annoying? Jackson Mahomes or Brittany Mahomes? Jackson is not even Jackson. close. Jackson. Jackson is not even close. Was he the one that did the uh the, the TikTok next to uh Sean Taylor's number? Yeah, it was her and Jackson. Yeah, it was both of them. God. Anyway. Somebody that doesn't annoy me that I love is Peyton Manning just gets it, right? So I enjoy watching the Manning cast when I can, but he must have missed a production meeting because the Hall of Famer looked genuinely shocked beyond belief when Arnold Schwarzenegger last night fed his pet donkey, Lulu. I saw that. In front of millions during Monday Night I didn't see it live, but I saw it later. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a pretty telling scene. It it uh, it really is, but the awkward moment 
went down when Peyton and uh, Eli's Manning cast show on ESPN during the Jets and Chargers game. Now, they brought A-listers to the, to the show, as they normally do. Mm-hmm. But this time, they brought Arnold. But he wasn't alone. His special guest was the one that, uh, that really threw uh, Peyton for a loop here because it was Lulu. Now, he pet her when she came on screen. The look on Peyton's face was hilarious. Eli tried to alleviate some of the awkwardness by taking a shot at, uh, at Peyton. Like, what is that, Eli asked? That donkey looks like you eating. Of course, the 76-year-old actor, bodybuilder, and politician's love for animals, widely known outside of his donkey as a pet pony, pig, and some dogs. Wow. That, that was donkey fun, looks like you eating, Peyton? Man, what a shot uh, Eli. I know. My goodness, it's ripping to your brother. I know. It's, uh, it's That's what siblings do, I guess. I, I mean, if you can't insult your sibling for eating like a donkey, then, I mean, do you really have a sibling? I mean, come on, man. Come on. All right, that's going to wrap up Word on the Street. Coming up next, until Joshua Dobbs calls the Minnesota Vikings games, he's the starter, and it can't be debated. Well, actually, it can be. We get to that next year, after weather, on the Lake Show. I saw this headline earlier today from Ben Gessling in the Star Tribune. Vikings' big question, is the starting quarterback situation really settled? That's clickbait. That's clickbait. I'm, I'm calling for what it is. Vikings' big question, is the starting quarterback situation really settled? Yes, it is. It's settled. Joshua Dobbs, until he shows that he's a terrible quarterback, he's the starter. Like, the, 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 there's, there's nothing else to really question here. Nick Mullins is a journeyman quarterback that we've seen in other spots. Mm-hmm. Jaron Hall is concussed right now. Like what? There's no – I don't think that's a legitimate question at all. No, it, it, it's not. It, it, it absolutely is not. There's nothing more that Joshua Dobbs could have done on Sunday to tell you that he was not worthy of being your starting quarterback. Like – even even if Jaron Hall would have won that game, if he would have played, I still don't. I'm still not convinced that you wouldn't go to Jaron Hall or you wouldn't go to Joshua Dobbs this week. Like you bring you bring him in, he wins you a game on like literally no well, prep. Well, listen to this, it, it, and this is not a shot of Ben Gessling. I, I love Ben Gessling, phenomenal writer. Did, did everybody see the post-game reaction? Did everybody see the post-game video? Did the Vikings and everybody all across the country was was tweeting out and showing on television? Did you see that locker room? Yes, yeah. Who are you starting after that? You're not starting anyone else. You're not showing, you're not tweeting out from the official account of the Vikings. You're not showing that on SportsCenter. Everybody reacting and, and pumping them up. And, and like, they put him on their shoulders. And you think that there's a question about who the starter is? There's no question about who the starter is. That's a joke. No, there's absolutely <laughs> – there is – if Joshua Dobbs would have come out and would have stunk up the joint, I mean, after he got sacked for that safety, you're thinking, okay, you know, maybe this isn't going to – but he settled down and did enough to get you a win on the road, again, with literally no preparation.
He took no snaps. He didn't throw to anybody before throwing a few in pregame warmups. But that was it. Like he couldn't have done any more for that. So yeah, and the team. Like here's the thing. I feel like the team they connected with him in that post game. Like it seems like the team connected with him. And I mean, you've got somebody who's going to be at ease, right? He made he made everybody a believer. Yes, absolutely. I, I, so you're not you're not going away from that now. Now, with all due respect, I'm not saying that he is your starter next year, or he's a guy that you got to a you know what we got to sign this guy up. He's your guy for the rest of the year. I, I think well, he's your guy for the right now. I don't think that you waver. Like he has to show you that he's god awful for you to say mm-hmm. we're not going to go with that guy. How many games did he start for the Arizona eight? Eight. He was one and seven. Did he? Yeah, he started eight. Yeah, he was one and seven. And so, and now, and now he he didn't start for the Vikings, but he got no. the victory. Yeah. And so now we're now we're contemplating. Well, who's the starter? We know who the starter is. I see, think it's and, and, I, see, and and I'm not going to look at the wins and losses at Arizona because Arizona's garbage. Like Arizona's, yeah, Arizona's a hot mess right now. I mean, you can say he maybe even did more with less. Considering last week, the furthest Arizona got in their shutout loss to Cleveland was to their own 44-yard line. Arizona didn't even cross midfield last week with Clayton Toon as their quarterback. So uh, I think I'll, I'll make the case that Joshua Dobbs did even more because he lost Zach Ertz, because if, they lost their running game. If Taylor Heineke was the backup quarterback to Kirk Cousins, Taylor Heineke would have been starting, correct? Correct, yes. Taylor Heineke did not look great against the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I'm not saying he looked terrible. He looked okay. Taylor Heineke looked but, like Taylor Heineke. But they chose to start him. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't a, a, a Ritter didn't get hurt. They said, no, Desmond, we're going to sit you down. Mm-hmm. We're going to give Taylor Heineke the start, and we're going to roll with him right now. They selected that guy. Joshua Dobbs the guy they had to turn to because of the injury to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking last week when, when Jaron Hall went down, I looked at Kim and I'm like, they're so lucky they got Joshua Dobbs. Who would it have been if Jaron Hall got hurt? I mean, who? Cam Akers was the emergency quarterback, and Cam Akers tore his Achilles. Yeah, that's that's a big deal, man. That's and that that's and, and, and I'm not saying from 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 the standpoint of you're losing an All Pro running back or anything like that. I'm talking about just from a depth perspective. They acquired him for depth. Now, do I think that overall their running game is gonna is gonna be worse? No, because the running game hasn't been efficient this no, year. No, it all. hasn't. Regardless of whether it's Cam Akers or Alexander Madison, between those two, I think it's going to be about the same. But at least the wear and tear that you could take off of Alexander Madison and put Cam Akers in there, yeah, we, we won't have that option now. Now it's got to be Ty Chandler. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like, how much are you going to trust Ty Chandler at this point? And this was already a pass-heavy offense. Like, you, you can go back and look at the offenses that Kevin O'Connell was a part of in Los Angeles. And they were probably like a 70-30, you know, you know, skew heavy to the pass. So I feel like Joshua Dobbs is in maybe the best position he's ever been in in terms of having an offensive-minded coach. I mean, what they – and even hearing Warren Moon talk, like what Kevin O'Connell did with Joshua Dobbs – and just communicating to him is nothing short of of remarkable. I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and you know pretend to know that I know all of the idiosyncrasies 
of, of you know play calling and everything. I know that that stuff is like super tough from what I can hear. And Kevin O'Connell did, I think, probably better than anybody in the league because I feel like being a former quarterback, that helps. And now you can design a game plan for Joshua Dobbs' strengths, which allows you to do more, I I feel, in terms of opening it up a little bit than you could with Kirk Cousins. And I just mean in terms of not necessarily he's not the pure passer that Cousins is, but I feel in terms of if things break down, I feel more comfortable with him being able to improvise than Kirk could. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. All right, 651-461-9226. Real quickly here, uh, I do want to mention this to you, Chris, from the 651. uh, Sandy wants you to um, send flowers to her at the uh, Asante Clinic. So I, I I don't know what, what if you got a if you got a side chick or what or if you got a mistress I, I don't Sandy I, I don't know what's going on Sandy no send I, flowers to Sandy no she's I, talking to you she's no talking I to think me. that's on I think that's on behalf of the person who died. I, I think Sandy might be the receptionist at the Asante Clinic I I I, 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 I don't know I don't know who Sandy yeah maybe that's maybe that is Sandy. I don't know who I don't Tia know. is I, I, I but they're talking I th- to you I clearly think Tia, I, I don't think, know them no I think Tia A might be thanks in advance. Or, oh. is it, or is it Tia? I, see, I don't know because I knew a girl named Tia years ago. See, that's it. That, that's that's what it – there you go. You just no, solved it. No, that's not No, her, you just no, solved it. No. You just said it on the air. On the air? Yeah. You just said it on the air. I mean, so they're expecting flowers. No, that's not – I don't think that's Tia Winkle from WeFest 2003. Whoa, whoa. I mean – Whoa. Whoa. You just went You just went reminiscing. Does your wife know about Tia? No, but this is before we knew each other. I'm just saying, man. Well, considering I've got Miley Cyrus's phone number in my Rolodex, and I have no idea, like how it got there, uh, and now I, I mean, I don't know. see this is. Well, is there something about Miley Cyrus you want to you want to tell me about that too on air I, or what? Uh, I, I, mean, I, got I don't time. know. I mean, hey, all I know is that I met her in Houston a few. I mean, years we could ago. do an extra hour tonight if if we're going to get Miley Cyrus it's a, on it's, the air. It's a Miley Cyrus expose. <laughs> yeah, all I know is that I've got Miley Cyrus's phone number. And I have no idea how I got it. Oh, man. But, you know, sometimes you just wake up and you're like, look at you, Shooter. Look at you. Look oh, at sh- you. Sh- sh- shooter. <laughs> I've been called a lot of things. Shooter's not one of them. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll come back. Final segment on The Lake Show. All right, final segment here of The Lake Show on The Good Neighbor. Let me say this for about the fifth or sixth time over the course of the last few years. We just, in the media, we never learn. And and what I'm starting to believe is it is clickbait for us. We continue to put out here that the polls say this or the polls say that. The polls are always wrong. We look at tonight what's happening in certain sections of the country and some of these races. The polls are wrong. I'm not going to sit here and believe that Joe Biden, and I'm not some massive Joe Biden supporter. I'll say this again for the, about the 20th time. I was not big on Joe, Joe Biden in 2020. Joe Biden is not trailing Donald Trump by four points nationally. That's just false. I'm sorry. Who are they polling? Who are they polling? We've I, seen that polls, yeah. these polls are so unreliable. I just don't get it. I th- I'm dead serious. I think that this is clickbait by us. 
It oh, is clearly oh, yeah. clickbait by us. We need to have something to talk about. We have to. We we gotta. We've got to create some. It's not true. It, it's fake. What what did Trump say? Fake news. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it, man. And and look, I think that we have flawed candidates. Okay, but if you think that people out there right now, the majority of Americans are running around. And they're championing Donald Trump over Joe Biden. I, I just don't. I'm not believing that. I'm not believing that. Who are they polling tonight? What we're seeing with Andy Bashir in Kentucky and Ohio with the um, abortion rights. When will we ever learn, yeah. man? And, and it's and, and I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. It's our fault. It's, it's us in the media. It's it's us that. And when I say us, I'm generalizing. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. every single person. Right. But it's television networks. It's radio host. We keep pushing this narrative, and it's just it's stupid. The reason they're putting out polls like that is because of what you just said and, and how you reacted and getting that strong emotion from you. That is exactly why you put things out, especially when everything is super hypersensitive and you see all of the chaos surrounding Donald Trump and all of the criminal indictments and the trials that he's facing. And it's easy to jump on something and blow it up and get people to emotionally respond. Because people will respond emotionally to things that they are passionate about. I just think it's damning, and it makes us look bad when we, when we, jump, when we jump all over media whether it's television or radio, and we keep trotting out and, and putting confidence in polls that are being proven wrong every single day. And who's being – this is the other thing. Who's being polled? We had, yeah, we, had the, we had the news that broke earlier this year about polls, and, and remember they had uh, talked about how there were these uh, Republican groups that were funding and, and putting the funding behind these polls that were being pushed out. Yeah. If you have groups – that are funding polls, what does that tell you? It's just, it's, it's skewing towards their desired data. That's exactly what you're doing. That, yeah, I, I, I mean, we're a year out, and these polls, like you said, they're being funded with somebody with a particular agenda. It's not something to, it's not something that I'm going to sit here and, you know, f- feel like I'm in, you know, some sort of, Anybody, anybody at this particular point that that trust a poll, mm-hmm. you're gullible as hell. You just are. Yeah, vote, I, vote for who you want to vote for, but you're gullible as hell. I, I mean, there were polls that you know that showed Obama was going to lose in 2008. You know, there were polls that you know saw that you know Hillary was way ahead of Trump. I mean, there are so many things out there that you know can be proven false. So. Yeah, again, they're doing it because it elicits an emotional response and they want the clicks. They, they want the interaction. That's what they want. And they're getting it. It's unbelievable. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. We're back at it tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys at 6 p.m. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 